Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Terry McCormick is the publisher of TitansInsider.com, and he joins me on CBS Sports Radio. Terry, appreciate you making some time on a Sunday evening. And I, I guess my, my first question is, when the rumors were out there about Tom Brady coming to Tennessee, what was the, if you had put a poll up saying what Titan fans, your readers at titansinsider.com would have wanted at that point when the rumors were hot and heavy about Brady, who would have won that poll between Brady and Tannehill given how Tannehill played for the Titans last year? Well, it was pretty even. I think there are a lot of people were intrigued by the idea of Tom Brady, you know, the all-time greatest quarterback in many people's eyes, coming to play for the Titans. Uh, but I think a lot of people also looked at what Ryan Tannehill did for the team last year and also the fact that he's 12 years younger than Brady and figured that it would be better to stick with him rather than bring in Tom Brady for a couple of years. So I would say it was, it was pretty well split right down the middle. It's kind of crazy you say that. You know, he is 12 years younger than Brady, and yet Tannehill's like 32 years old. Like, he's not a young guy, and he's 12 years younger than, uh, than, than Tom Brady. Um, what, what did you think of the contract that the Titans gave to Ryan Tannehill? Well, it certainly uh, was eye-popping. I think $118 million over four years, averaging about $29.5 million per season. Uh, obviously, it's written in a way where I think the Titans can move out from under it. If things don't uh, work out well, they can get out of it uh, with minimal damage after a couple of years. But uh, it certainly shows you that uh, life is good as a quarterback in the NFL, especially when it comes time to be paid, because uh, Ryan Tannehill got a lot more money, I think, than a lot of people thought he was going to get, even if he got into the open market. Did people going into last season, Terry, think that – I don't know that anybody thought that Ryan Tannehill was going to have the season that he wound up having, but going into last season, what, you know, if you were placing odds on it, what was the feeling among the Titan faithful that eventually at some point during the season Ryan Tannehill would be taking the reins from Marcus Mariota? Sorry about that. Hey, that's okay. Yeah, I'll just I'll repeat the question while you gather yourself there, Terry. Yeah, yeah I was just that. yeah, no, that's okay, yeah. that's okay. Ryan, what what did what did the Titan faithful think about uh, Ryan Tannehill? The possibility of him when going into the season last year, did they think it was a high likelihood, medium? Did they think no, Mar- Mariota will finally get it here five years in? What what was the what was the handicapping on that going into last season? No, I think a lot of people 
thought that you know he was just going to be here to be the backup because uh, I think you know given Marcus Mariota's injury history, I think people thought it was a good idea to bring him in because you know he was a high level backup and upgrade over uh, Blaine Gabbert who had been here the year before and Matt Castle who had been here before that. So I think it was a situation where uh, not a lot of people thought that. Ryan Tannehill would be anything much more than an insurance policy. But then something slowly started to happen in training camp and preseason because even though Tannehill was playing with the second team, a lot of people started to notice that he was he seemed to do better in the offense than Marcus Mariota. And I know mm. you can't put a lot of stock into preseason and you can't put a lot of stock into playing, you know, against guys, some of whom are going to be selling cars, you know, after, you know, the preseason is over, but uh, it was a situation where a lot of people kind of looked and said, maybe maybe Ryan Tannehill is, is the guy. And then, you know, but they were willing to give Marcus the benefit of the doubt. And then when he struggled uh, starting about week two and couldn't get back on track, when they went to Ryan Tannehill, it was obvious that what we had seen in preseason was not an aberration. Terry McCormick, TitansInsider.com. He is the publisher. He's joining me on CBS Sports Radio. So, Terry, signing Ryan Tannehill to that long-term deal, one thing that allowed the Titans to do is they didn't have to use the franchise tag on him. So that made the franchise tag available for Derrick Henry. We've seen the franchise tag with running backs before, specifically Le'Veon Bell, and it got kind of ugly. What's the sense on what's going to happen with Derrick Henry in this franchise tag as we work towards, hopefully, work towards training camp? Yeah, that's Interesting. I, you know, I think, uh, you know, the franchise tag is a double-edged sword because, you know, the player doesn't want it. The team, a lot of times when they use it, they know that the player is not going to be happy about it. And I think, you know, if you're the Titans, you know, the running back position is one that obviously Derrick Henry had a, a fantastic year. He's had two really good years in that role the last two seasons for the Titans. But, I think when you look at what happened with Todd Gurley, when you look at what's happened with uh, Devontae Freeman, when you look at what's happened with Le'Veon Bell, you know, all these guys who, you know, were up for big money and then once they got it, you know, David Johnson is another one to throw in there. And all of a sudden the wheels come off for a running back. And I think, uh, you know, the Titans are probably smart to try it this way with Derrick Henry. Now that said, they may still negotiate up until July 15th and try to get a long-term deal done uh, if they can. But to me, I think this whole situation, you know, with the way running backs are going, franchising the guy is probably the smart thing to do. Now, that said, a lot of times when a guy gets the franchise tag, he holds out of the off-season work, he holds out of preseason, he holds out of training camp, he shows up a few days before the first game, and then lo and behold, what happens? A soft tissue injury, a pulled hamstring, mm. a pulled quad, something like that. And then he never really gets on track. So I think that's what you got to guard against if you're the Titans and worry about if Derrick Henry misses the offseason work and doesn't get into football shape before he shows up. Is Derrick Henry the type of guy who would get sideways emotionally a little bit about having the franchise tag put on him? I don't think he'd be very happy. I don't think he's probably happy about it. I think he'd rather have the long-term security. That said, he, he's the type of guy that he's a workout warrior. He's a team-first type of guy. 
Uh, I think he would do his best to answer the bell, but, you know, it's also a business. So he may get told by his representation to, you know, stay home for the off-season work. Don't put yourself in harm's way until the bullets are live. Terry McCormick, TitansInsider.com, joining me on the show. Terry, how did the trade of Jarrell Casey go over in Nashville? <clears throat> not, not well, unless you want to, unless they're going to go out and do something else with the the, uh, the ten million dollars worth of money that they saved by yeah. dumping his contract. Only getting back a seventh round pick, I think, opened a lot of people's eyes as to, hey, what's going on? I think some people are speculating, you know, that they could go one of two or three different ways, either. You know, it gives them negotiating money with Henry if they want to do that. It gives them a chance to maybe make a run to keep Logan Ryan if they want to do that. Or there have been people who've linked them to Jadavion Clowney. And uh, he has a history having played for Mike Vrabel in Houston. So, you know, there are things that I guess could be done with that money if the Titans so choose. But uh, losing a guy like Jarrell Casey, who had been not only a standout on the field and had been you know, a warrior type player during some not so good times for this franchise and then uh, to lose him for a seventh round pick. And, and not only are you losing the player who's a talent, you're losing a, a guy who was well-respected in the locker room and well-respected in the community. So, you know, if, if they're going to use this money that they freed up by dealing Jarrell Casey, then uh, it's going to be, you know, they're going to have to make a splash move to get, get somebody done, get something done, and somebody under contract. There was a time not all that long ago, Terry, where Jarrell Casey was the only thing they had on that roster that was anything close to a Pro Bowl caliber player. Yeah, him and Delaney Walker, and now they're both gone. That's the two guys that carried this franchise through some gruesome times, some two- and three-win seasons, you know, under Ken Wisenhunt. And, uh, you know, it it was a dark time for this franchise. And Jarrell Casey, you're exactly right, he was – you know, a bright spot on a really bad team along with Delaney Walker, and now both of them are elsewhere. Terry McCormick, TitansInsider.com. He is a publisher. You can get him on Twitter, at TerryMC13 on uh, Twitter. Terry, really appreciate the time. Appreciate you making time on a Sunday evening. Thank you very much. No problem. I, I apologize for the, uh, for the coughing. I was drinking You're good. water and it went down the wrong way. <laughs> it's all good. It <laughs> happens to the best of us, my man. It's all good. All right, thanks. Thanks, Terry. Appreciate that. (laughs) It does. It happens to the best of us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.